Hey guys, welcome back to Pickle Chips. Um, yeah, so honestly, as I'm recording this, I <laughs> have no idea what this, I mean, I have an idea what this podcast is going to be about, but um, just to be totally upfront, I have spent the past hour recording podcasts, deleting them because I'm like, ugh, this just doesn't feel right. This just doesn't, I'm not feeling the, the vibe of it. I don't feel like that. My this is, I'm stuttering or like, I literally just stuttered, but you know, it just was all feeling like off kind of, and I was like, man, I'm not really passionate about anything that I'm talking about. Um, or I, I am passionate about it, but it, it was just coming out weird or off. And so, uh, I, I asked my friends some things. I was like, Hey guys, what should I, um, what should I make my podcast about? And they gave me a bunch of weird, funny answers. So I probably will talk about those in another episode. Uh, who knows? Um, I, I will because they're really funny. And so, um, be looking for that one later. But I, I realized I haven't made a podcast in a long time, and I was just kind of like looking at the things that I talked about earlier, and I really like doing the whole Jesus Corner ones. Um, I really like talking about the Lord. I think they're the most life-giving podcasts I make, and I usually feel really fu- uh, uh, full of energy after I, uh, after I record it. But anyways, I was recording a Jesus Corner podcast, and I was just not feeling it. I was like, Lord, what's going on? Because I don't know why this isn't, why this is feeling weird. And I just felt like he was saying, Annie, just talk about, you know, talk from your heart. Don't talk about what you think, what you think people want to hear. And I was like, okay, I will do that. I will try. So I'm really just trying to go into this and just be completely real. Um, I'm also fully aware that not many people listen to this, and so, honestly, this could have zero plays, but I'm just trying to honor God, man, with what I say and what I do, so yeah, um, but I was, as I was about to start this, I was thinking, I have these dreams sometimes, or like, these little, like, oh, I'm gonna go to sleep, and I'm gonna think about this thing, and sometimes I think about, like, what if, what would I do if I was chosen random, now, this is so random and weird and probably would never, ever happen. But what would I do if I was chosen to give a sermon at my church? (laughs) Like, it's so, and I'm realizing how funny and, like, kind of pathetic it sounds. But, but I have thought about, man, like, what would I talk about? What, what would be the, the, um, the, 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 as I stutter, the message of my sermon, man, what, what would I even have the wisdom to talk about? And I, I've actually thought about this a lot, a lot, a lot, because I don't know. I mean, there's so many things I would want to talk about, but I'm also like, would I really be best for it? But anyways, I was thinking just about that and about how sometimes I'm realizing I kind of do like preach on these things. Like I, I, this is my little like venting place to get out, man, what's on my heart for the Lord. And it's kind of like a little mini sermon, I guess, in the Jesus Corner ones. So it's like, man, uh, that's kind of funny, like. I kind of do pre like take this opportunity to like preach and talk about the Lord and so yeah I was just processing that and as I was processing and talking to myself <laughs> about that um sorry I had to drink some water I was thinking about just what I've been like what I could have the wisdom or the knowledge I guess or like what God has put on my heart to talk about in this episode and I was like man Lord what do you want me to talk about 
and I've been really studying the word lately in scripture and I and I was trying to think like man what would I say and none of it was just feeling right like all of it was feeling kind of forced and feeling kind of like like I I don't know what the word is but like oh maybe maybe this isn't something I need to share on a public platform that everyone can hear not because it's bad but maybe because it's not for everyone and literally as I'm talking, I'm, I'm processing this. Like, this is, was not planned before. I don't usually make points for my, I mean, usually I have a basic draft of what I'm going to talk about, but literally I'm just going out with the Lord, hopefully is guiding me through wisdom right now. But, um, honestly, I, I feel like a lot of the time I, or basically what was happening, I was just feeling like everything I was saying was forced and weird and off and black. And it was just like, it doesn't feel right. Um, and I was like, that's not how talking about the Lord should feel. It should feel, um, man, it should feel like the Holy Spirit is moving and it should feel free and it should feel um, uh, just like right. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Basically, was just seeing a part that it was just like being hindered because I felt like it was forced. What was coming out of my mouth, I was man, really playing to what people wanted to hear. And, you know, I don't think that's the heart of God. The God, I was thinking back to um, just instances in the Bible, specifically in Jesus's lifetime, where he said things that no one wanted to hear. That was not like, like, while we look at it and we're like highlighting that line, that quote in the Bible, that was like, borderline like that was so controversial in Jesus time and everyone was like what hold up like that doesn't make any sense like Lord that is why would we do that and you know I as I'm thinking about that just like the life of Jesus man I feel like we don't even fully process everything that he went through or how he was so perfect I I'm I don't know man he is so holy and so good. And I, I'm thinking about that, about how Jesus defied the social norms every single time. Jesus did the things that we would deem crazy and, and I don't even know. There's some word. I can't remember what the word for it is. But, but basically, he, he just, de- oh, he defies the odds and the stereotypes every time. He, he takes the route that no one sees. He takes the, he just is so different than I think when I think about Jesus or when people think about Jesus in modern day you think like man if Jesus was sitting right here with me what would I do um or like if Jesus was at this school he would probably be so popular right or or everyone would love or I would act different but honestly in real life if you think about it if you if Jesus was here in real life would you would I would I be his friend because Jesus did not do the cool things. Jesus did not, he was not a comfortable friend, if you know what I mean. Like, he's a great, he's a friend, but he didn't do things that were comfortable. He didn't just take the easy route. He did not just sit back and was like, it's okay, God's got it. He was like, no, I'm going to stand and make a difference. And obviously he is God and human, and we can get into that another time. But I'm, I'm thinking about, man, what would it look like if I truly were to live how Jesus lived? You know, he lived with constant persecution, constant hate. He never married. He um, died. He died. 
You know, his life, his whole purpose in life was to die. And for us, but like, man, the amount of times that Jesus takes the the low road and he he gets walked all over on and and people question him and they they talk bad about him and they and they accuse him and they lie to him and they betray him and and another thing is that Jesus was tempted with every single sin every single one like and yet he remained perfect and yet he chose the path of love and grace and mercy it kind of just like hits you man like how good he was. You know, Jesus was tempted to lie. Jesus was tempted to lust. Jesus was tempted to steal. Jesus was tempted to talk back to his parents. Jesus was tempted to judge someone. Jesus was tempted to every single sin imaginable. Yet he remained perfect. And he was so perfect and he was so loving and he handled everything with mercy or righteous anger you know like with the right amount of justice and what needed to be brought yet he was so hated against and it makes me think like if if Jesus came like and was like in my in our modern world he would defy the social norms every single day he would not be liked he would be hated and persecuted and and it just makes you think, like, man, like, I don't know. It's just kind of, like, making me really process the life of Jesus was not this glamorous, holy, beautiful thing that I think some Christians make it out to be. Um, it was hard. It was really hard. And he dealt with so many things and emotions and, and temptations, and he remained so strong and so loving. Man, it really just... I just like, wow, like, thank you, Jesus, for your grace and your mercy. And wow, yeah, it's just kind of just, Jesus was so, I feel like he would have, he's so different than how some people make him to be. Like, obviously, he's, his character is proved in the Bible and like all that, but I feel like even me, I mean, I've done this a thousand times probably, I just kind of like, written Jesus off as something and I kind of like didn't really acknowledge him or didn't really process the gravity of his love and man it's it's heartbreaking that I've walked in life and ignored Jesus or ignored his love or deliberately disobeyed because it felt good or I liked it, or it was easier, um, and obviously I'm not perfect, and I never will be without the Lord, but man, the gravity of his love is insane, like, just insane, and, you know, wow, like, it's just kind of like that awe moment of, like, wow, like, the depths of his love we will never be able to comprehend or fathom, and it just, it kind of makes me just, like, sit back, like, literally feel like I have to sit back for a moment and just, like, sit and try to, I will never comprehend it, but I'm trying to wrap my brain around how, like, real the life of Jesus was and how different than it, than it is portrayed sometimes, I feel like, uh, at least through me, I feel like sometimes I just, like, 
picture it super easy and how Jesus was like this super amazing guy and everybody followed him and everybody loved him and and everybody wanted to be with him. Sorry. And and but that's so not the case, you know? Like it's not. And even though people should have been wanting to be with him and they should have loved him, we should all bow down at our knees before him and praise him forever and ever. That's not what happened. And it just kind of like makes you think. Um, you know, as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, sometimes I feel like I I expect life to be super easy. You know, I expect to have this amazing this amazing school year and have all these friends and have a great relationship and and um, you know walk be super confident in myself and have I mean little things like like stupid things like um, like a certain amount of followers on social media or I expect to be have I don't even know like it's just like those such temperamental worldly things that I expect life to be like because you know that's what I want but the reality of the life of Jesus and the life of a follower of Jesus it's a pretty rough road it is hard there is persecution there is brokenness there's loneliness there is there's um hatred and not you should not be hating people but but you will probably get hate and be man sad and disappointed and feel like i say this with quotation marks like quote unquote missing out on life um or just like the normal things that you should be experiencing but you're not um you're not like even especially in this season um like I'm like pretty disappointed about quarantine and all this stuff going on and 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 obviously my feelings are valid like Jesus never invalidates our feelings like there's so much grace and he sits and he comforts those who mourn and that's not what I'm saying but obviously like I'm feeling sadness and I'm feeling lonely and just like man in quarantine I'm like I really want to have this amazing, awesome life where I go and I have all these friends and I have a relationship and I have, um, I'm super confident in all this social media stuff and all this money or whatever, all these worldly things that I, that I want and that I'm desiring, but I'm like, hold up, hold up. That's not the life I'm called to. Not, and while money is not bad and desiring friendships and a relationship is not bad, that is not my end goal in life. That should not be my purpose. Um, and that's not what Jesus was about. And like, I don't think that, you know, having those things makes you a sinner. No way. But it's about, man, the reality of life as a follower of Jesus is not about the worldly gain, but it's about the pursuit of truth and the proclamation of it with humility. Um, you know, and walking humbly with the Lord but also declaring his goodness and walking in his life and, and running to him and being quick to repent and slow to anger and, and quick to listen and um, always worshiping no matter what. There's this verse in Habakkuk that I recently just kind of was like rocked by, but basically Habakkuk is saying like, through doubt and through sin and through shame and through sickness and through war and through confusion and through injustice, Lord, through all of these broken and hurtful and painful and difficult things, Lord, still I will praise you and still I will worship you. Uh, it's He doesn't say those words exactly, but it's Habakkuk 3.18. It's the 
Lord, still I will worship you. Um, really puts you in the mindset of like, man, <laughs> what I signed up for is not going to be easy, but how worth it it's going to be in the end. And I think we can find so much comfort in the reality of the life of Jesus, of how he struggled with like, Jesus was tempted, and he was persecuted, and, like, I know everyone knows this, and and I've known this, but I think the, the reality of it never set in of how hated he was, and how he didn't have a lot of friends. He had, like, 12 close friends, and that's kind of, like, but, like, 12 amongst, like, probably thousands of thousands of people who hated him. Like, I've got maybe, like, 10 close friends, but I don't have thousands of people hating me, you know? I think there's a different dynamic, um... I mean, maybe, I don't know. It was, but the, (laughs) I'm kind of like word vomiting here, but just like the, the reality of life as a follower to him is so different than I think I originally intended or wanted my life to be like, you know, as a, I mean, I feel so like grossed out by myself, but as a teen girl, you know, as a, as a girl, I see all these movies in these, these you know, TV shows of these people living these amazing lives with, with drama and, and fun and, and friendships and it all looks so appealing and like good. And I'm like, oh, well that's not wrong. And it's not, but it's like, man, the reality for me is not to live for, for a relationship or for friendships or for money or for, um, whatever, a college education. You know, that's not my goal. That's not my purpose. My goal and my desire should be to pursue truth and to share of the good news, no matter what, no matter what the persecution, no matter what the hate. In fact, I should expect the persecution, expect the hate and the confusion and the loneliness, but I need to know that my identity rests in the Lord, in the Lord alone. Um, I feel like this has kind of gone in so many different areas, but man, how, man, how hard it would be to be a follower of the Lord, how hard it is to be a follower of the Lord in general, but to be a true follower of the Lord, you have to know your identity is in him. I mean, to truly walk, like it's not easy. And obviously you're never going to be perfect. But I mean, I'm thinking back to times when, when, man, I, my identity was not in the Lord. It was in other things. And I'm thinking to times recently where I have like forgotten that, Hey, I am loved by the Lord and that should be enough. And that sustains me. Um, man, like if we are not pursuing the Lord one-on-one with him, obviously with him, um, if you're not pursuing the Lord one-on-one and taking that time to man, cry out for him and ask for strength and ask for perseverance and ask for endurance and look for his truth and know his word and and have a strong foundation then I'm never gonna make it when it comes to the persecution that is inevitable and and the confusion and the loneliness that's inevitable um and I don't mean that to discourage anyone in fact I'm, I'm encouraged in a weird way of man how much I need the Lord, I, is insane. But the fact that he always chooses me and he died on the cross for me, knowing that I would not choose him sometimes, that I would ignore him sometimes, that, that life is going to be hard and I might mess up and I might forget that he is the almighty creator of heaven and earth. 
how desperately I need him and how desperately he loves being with me and loves being with you. And yeah, I just, you know, how I'm just kind of at a loss for words of how good God is and just the reality of his life was not easy, yet he loves us so abundantly. And, you know, I think as a person, this, I'm thinking about this last couple, this whole podcast basically about maybe how all all over the place this has been. But, and while you might be listening, I don't even know if you're still listening, but you might be like, that girl is crazy. She is all over the place and nothing she says makes sense. But, you know, Jesus loves when we talk about him and when we have passion for him. And even if our passion is a little bit confusing and sporadic and maybe not super organized or it may not come in the best packaging, he loves when we are desperate for him. And he loves when we are hungry and he loves when we are passionate about him. No matter what it looks like, he always is ready for us and loves us uh, like so much I just want to encourage you as I'm coming to the end of the podcast don't worry um man God's love for you is so above and beyond and and you may be listening to this and you're like what does this girl from my phone even mean like she's she doesn't know what where I'm coming from this is stupid or or I don't know what you're feeling right now but Man, I really want to just rebuke the lies of the enemy that you are not loved or that you um, you will never be enough. Or I just want to rebuke all of that. Um, that Jesus has a purpose for your life. And it may be difficult and there may be hardship and there may be persecution. But you are never alone in that persecution. That those feelings of loneliness, man... They are not forever. In fact, Jesus is always with you, longing to spend time with you and longing to know you just as you are. And I know that's I know that's a normal thing that's that's not unknown, but but just as you are, he chooses you. Knowing that you will sit in the future, knowing your past, knowing who you are right now, even with your like how undeserving we are, he chooses you. And he chooses you again and again and again. Yeah, I just want to encourage you to run after his word and to root yourself in scripture. Um, and how much you're going to, something I'm learning is I'm learning so much. My desire lately has been to, man, I want to passionately pursue the truth and humbly walk in the proclamation of it. And when I do that, it's so much easier to to be confident in when persecution comes. It's easier to know who you are when you have that foundation. Um, So yeah, I just really want to encourage you to run after the word and run after the Lord and to know you are loved today. Um, Thanks for listening. I I have no doubt that this was chaotic and I'm not even going to go back and listen to all of it. I'm just going to publish it and I hope that you're encouraged. Um, Yeah, have a great day. Thanks for listening again.